Once again, I'm here in another person's headphone with another great podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're back, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen and ladies and girls and gentlemen and men and man and boy and woman and kid and I don't know what to go with that. Anyways, how's everybody doing? It's uh, it's Wednesday, you know, one of them ones, you know. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a podcast. Uh, it's been 24 hours, and I think that's too long, you know. So I think uh, starting today, I'm going to start doing two podcasts a day. No, I'm just joking. Could you imagine? Could you fucking imagine? If I were able to like knock out that many podcasts in one week and just like do like 30 back to back, that'd be fucking crazy. Maybe once this podcast blows up enough, I got you guys, you know, we'll, we'll get to that point. And whenever, whenever we're like popping off and you know, there's tons of listeners, we're just going to go on a fucking speed run to get past Joe Rogan's episode count. Um, basically blasting past what, like. 15 years of podcasting, whatever he's been doing. So <laughs> that's the plan. At least we're going to try for that. And, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's doable. I think we can do that. I don't think it's that hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how's everybody doing? No, no, nobody wants to answer. Okay. Uh, I've been doing good today. I, of course, played more Forza, played more COD, and that's basically been my week thus far. Um, If you didn't know, yesterday, uh, on the 9th of November, they started giving out a little thing called the Elden Ring Network Test Codes, and who didn't get one? This guy. Fucking awesome. So, uh, at first I was going to say I wouldn't have Elden Ring coverage, but luck, luck has it that... I will have access to it in a limited form over the weekend. Um, so thank God for the good old boy, Qua. Gonna be uh, gonna be shouting him out, hooking up the boys with the code, and definitely um, making the thing work, you know. And then of course, courtesy of Steve, we're getting this shit working. We're gonna we're gonna be able to share that, and uh, I'll be able to get some gameplay, some some footage up on my Mystic Maddox Instagram. And uh, I'll give you my impressions on Monday, next Monday, of uh, what I've thought of Elden Ring. It feels kind of weird that it's coming out this week, you know, uh, that that network test. I will say the way they handled the network test was kind of annoying. It was, uh, so they first, like, announced the, the network test and the delay a while back, which we had covered on the podcast. And with this comes a lot of hype, you know. We are a diehard... <sighs> Souls, FromSoft, you know, Bloodborne, Sekiro, uh, you know, fan base for this podcast. We talk about it a lot. We talk about a lot of Souls stuff. We we covered many of the games. I believe we had uh, in the pipeline at some point going to do a Dark Souls Ultimate, which I can't remember if we've done it or not. There are over 150 episodes, and I can't keep track of all of them, but... You know, all in all, we are a big fan base for FromSoft and everything they've done at at that company. Um, so seeing Elden Ring be revealed, we were very excited. Of course, 
why not? Um, you know, it was first teased, then it was announced, then it was delayed, and it's like uh, it's been a roller coaster. And of course, there was a long period of time where the the Elden Ring subreddit was literally making their own game on there, literally doing a let's make. I made it first on their podcast, basically saying, "Hey, if you're not gonna show us any gameplay, we're gonna create our own lore," <clears throat> which is pretty cool. Not many communities kind of get that opportunity to do that. Obviously, it's like uh, it's just it's weird to see like a community come together and actually pull that off and do their own thing. Um, and they're very passionate, as you can see from like all the events that they've ever been at, and they're just like, you know. Uh, in the chat, spamming Elden Ring over and over. So once they finally do show it, it's like, you know, that fan base is rejoicing right now and having an option, an opportunity to hit up this 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 beta or this network test. I keep, I'm going to call it a beta probably uh, multiple times. But, um, you know, we were looking very much forward to, to playing that. And one thing I think they did wrong was like when they first announced the, the network test opportunity with the delay... They had a link that goes to a Nam Bandai Namco site, and you get to sign up. It is very plain. It just has a bunch of like gray background and yellow text or yellow like design on it, and it's basically uh, straightforward. All right, what system do you want to play on? You know, what's your email? All right, we'll we'll notify you, and that's it. Then, recently, I looked into it again just to kind of see it, and I noticed that. Um, there was another like updated version of the site that was basically more complete. It was, it was more refined of a site and it actually made you sign up in, for an account on Bandai Namco's site. So once I saw that, I was like, fuck, we're probably not going to get into it because it's basically a, a whole different, you know, client. It looked like it looked like a completely different thing. It looked like way, way better put together. And, um, with them actually including the, sign up for the the account i was like okay maybe we're not going to get it at all and then of course the day comes today or yesterday sorry uh today as as of this recording um no codes like none of us got codes it's pretty crazy um certain people who signed up after us because we signed up like day one it was available and uh, when you do sign up that way it was like like i said it was it was very plain it was a plain website um, now it's all designs and you got to log into the account and it's like way more secure. And I think the people who may have gotten there first might've gotten screwed over if they didn't kind of check back and sign up at the new site. I'm assuming because there's not a lot of news on like, did we get screwed over? Was there a, you know, a, uh, was there two separate forms of, uh, you know, like of a sign up because like it's a bummer man it, it feels like they are like limiting it to a certain amount of people which is fine and they have every right to do so and i get it it, it could be a more exclusive closed club but it was also announced during a delay where like the announcement of a delay so you figured there would be a little bit more widespread of a opportunity to play this and then on top of that with the added complexity of it being two two separate signups, it's like, you know, I feel like a certain amount of people got fucked over. Probably me, probably many many others. It sounds like a lot of people didn't get it, and certain people who did are like, um, you know, they're obviously they're obviously very happy, and that's great. But I feel like when it comes to making it widespread available, I I, I figured 
it was going to be, it's obviously a closed network beta or test, whatever, but I figured they would want some type of stress on it. Maybe a little bit more than just a couple thousand, but it seems like it's only a couple thousand that are getting in. Uh, hopefully I do get a chance to play it this weekend. I, I have a way in through certain methods with, uh, with some co-hosts on here and uh, a couple outside friends. So I'm hoping to actually be able to play this weekend. And then on top of that, you have the, you know, limited times where it's like not even available at certain times and all this. So, uh, it all really depends, but all in all, I am hoping to get some time with it. I am super excited about it and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, on, on the other hand, if you didn't get a code, don't be upset because it's more like I'm over here bitching about the code, but I'm telling you guys not to be upset. But basically what I'm getting at is think about it like this. Something I always champion for the souls games is that they are very unique in your, in the play style you choose to do in each game. It's kind of like a, it's an experience to kind of search around and find all the items and read some of the item descriptions and kind of build your own narrative as you play through, treat it as like an RPG. Cause that's what it is. And, uh, less like a hack and slash just like run through and stick to stick to your guns it's like if you really utilize exploration in dark souls games it makes the game one easier uh two more entertaining and three you get to like choose more play styles because you get different weapons you get different magic spells and different lore and secrets and unlocks and different areas to to unlock different bosses and that's kind of like the whole core of dark souls so what i'm getting at is not playing the beta this weekend, it kind of actually helps you out to where once the game does come out officially, you'll have like full access to that full unique experience. You won't have anything spoiled for you experience wise. Um, Cause when it comes to demos and like betas and stuff, obviously when you get to the parts that you've already done in those betas and demos, you know where everything is. So you just go run through, pick it up. All right. And that's forgotten. It's done. The boss that you fight in this, in this, this beta this weekend, bing, bing, bing. All right. You fucked him up. Gone. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's weird, man. It's really, really weird, but um, think of it as a good thing that you didn't get in, maybe. Maybe it's, maybe it's just better to kind of like keep your expectations tempered and just go into it at launch with a nice, fresh start with nothing spoiled and you have this full experience, hours and hours of content, and uh, yeah, all these bosses that you haven't fought from the beta are like fresh and then also you got to kind of go like if you do play the beta, like I'm probably going to be able to this weekend, they are limited times. So maybe the network won't work. And then on top of that, after we do get this little taste, we're going to have to wait until February. So don't think of it as a full loss, but uh, I will pour one out for all the people who didn't get codes, including myself. And we'll just move on. Now, I wanted to talk about something today that is, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of dumb and it's kind of silly, but, uh I wanted to talk about Skyrim, Skyrim, the Elder, the Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim. Uh, this game has recently been announced for PlayStation Five and Series X, in terms of upgrades. And of course, this game is only like forty years old. I think it came out during the uh, World War Two, and it has been reiterated, remastered for the first time ever, recently. And of course. I'm lying. This game is the most re-released game ever made. Uh, second would probably be GTA. And they are both like fucking cash cows. Everybody buys this stuff. 
But one thing I wanted to talk about was what they're kind of doing for this upgrade and how it's a little bit deceitful and a little bit fishy and also way overpriced uh, for what they're doing. So let's get into what this upgrade stuff is. Uh, so November 11th marks 10 years since the release of Skyrim. Okay, so it's been 10 years, not 40. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. And we're celebrating with the Skyrim Anniversary Edition, the most comprehensive edition of the game released yet. Curious to learn more about the Anniversary Edition? Check out the FAQ below. And so I brought up this FAQ to kind of compare what, you know, this game, this game's release slash update should be versus what it actually is, which is this, this post here. So what is Skyrim? What is, I'll do my Neil deGrasse Tyson voice. What is Skyrim Anniversary Edition? The Skyrim Anniversary Edition bundles together. Skyrim Special Edition with every piece of Creation Club content released at the time of the Anniversary Edition's launch. Including additional quests, armor, and gameplay modes. Get a first look at some of the content including included in our article here. Players who already own Skyrim Special Edition may choose to purchase just the anniversary upgrade, which includes all the Creation Club creation content mentioned above in, the, in one convenient high bundle. Blah, blah, blah. All right, so fuck the voice. Basically, they're saying this anniversary edition has extra Creator Club created content. That's how they worded it. Creation Club creation content. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Um... And basically they're adding this value to kind of warrant the $20 upgrade from the special edition. So if you don't own the special edition for PS4, let's go, let's go over that first before we kind of get into the prices. Um, so Skyrim special edition was a PS4 upgrade where it did not do 60 frames per second. It did 30 frames per second. It was not even a real upgrade in the long run in the long scheme of things. It was basically just a, here's a Skyrim game. And it was like, okay. Uh, and to be honest, it ran good, but obviously it was 30 frames. So it still felt like it was behind in the times. Um, but I had gotten it because I was thinking that the 60 frames was going to be unlocked. Then, of course, they made a mod. Some user made a mod that was like, hey, if you set this to 60 frames or if you like download this mod and then I think deactivate it and restart your game or something like that, it'll restart the game in 60 frame mode it was like a it was like a workaround so you can earn trophies because if you put on any mods no trophies are earned but if you put on this mod and like do like a little trick to it it'll unlock trophies and be like a normal skyrim game which is cool but too much of a workaround every time you start the game you would have to redo the trick and it takes like five minutes to do and it was just way too much work so i was like okay i'm putting this on the back burner but luckily i got the digital edition so with that comes what this game is doing for this this version okay so this is called skyrim anniversary edition it is retailing for fifty dollars uh on digital storefronts if you already own skyrim special edition the msrp for the anniversary upgrade on digital storefronts will be twenty dollars so what they're saying is if you own skyrim special edition it's a twenty dollar upgrade and if you don't own any any of it, it'll be fifty dollars at the stores, which is entirely too expensive for what this probably and maybe and is is because it's like, first of all, this game is ten years old. We've played it. It's one of the best selling games ever, obviously. 
and uh, it's been re-released multiple times and ported to different things. There's even jokes about it running on a TI-83 and all these, like, they're fake. But, uh, you know, obviously it's all jokes, but um, I, I believe there was a story, uh, rec- not recently, but, but a couple years ago that was basically talking about how Skyrim was being ran on a fridge screen. So... Let's be but let's be real here. Where, when does this stop? When does this game stop? Obviously, I don't think it'll stop until the next one comes out. But of course, we have to deal with Starfield next year, so we we got to get over that hurdle, and then we'll we'll maybe get some type of leeway here. But the issue I'm having with this is that fifty dollars is pretty steep. Uh, honestly, I mean, what this game is in the long run is most likely, and this is kind of speculation. I don't know the ins and outs fully of the upgrade, but what this most likely will be to a general consumer's standpoint will be a PS5 playable version of Skyrim, period. I think the only bonus you're getting outside of that anniversary content, which is all stuff that is like apparently not even worth it according to like diehard Skyrim fans, um... It's just a bunch of creator co- content that you can mostly download in the form of mods and stuff, I, I believe, or some shit like that. Uh, but over the overall game, graphics-wise, there's not going to be an upgrade, most likely. It's just going to be a port to PS5 with maybe some better lighting, possibly. Um, it's going to be optimized better, but overall, the game is going to be the game. It's going to be Skyrim. Uh, one generous part of it is the faster loading. Of course, that it will be taking advantage of Xbox and PlayStation 5's faster loading, which is great. I think that's an underrated feature for this next gen. Once you actually get to the next gen and play PS5 and Series X, that is the biggest thing you'll notice is the just the ability to like start and stop games and quit and leave and then come back and, and you're right where you left off like immediately. Uh, if you get a PS5, get Miles Morales or Spider-Man Remastered and just fast travel. That's all you got to do. Like fast traveling is instantane- instantaneous. It is insane. It literally goes like black screen, boom, right back. You're in the game. Everything's loaded. You can swing around, do whatever the fuck you want. So once they do come out with like a actual next gen Elder Scrolls, the abilities are going to be crazy. Like the, the, the features of the next gen upgrade will be amazing. Uh, I can't wait to see that, especially if it's made for just next-gen consoles. I don't know if it's going to be on PlayStation 5, but even if it's just for Xbox Series X, you got the fast loading, and that's amazing. But the issue here as well is... All right, we'll, we'll just read it. This this is what the Skyrim upgrade... Is Skyrim getting a next-gen upgrade? Yes, owners of Skyrim Special Edition or the Anniversary Edition on PlayStation 5 and Series X will receive a next-gen update for the game. The upgrade will be free and optimized with game-enhanced graphics. Okay, so it's getting better graphics. Faster loading. Okay, we got that. And more. So what is that and more? Probably adaptive triggers, haptic feedback, shit like that. You know, uh, quicker zoom maybe. Uh, I don't don't know. Um, Will my achievements, trophies carry over? Any achievement slash trophy progress earned playing on Skyrim Special Edition will carry over to the Anniversary Edition? Except when upgrading PlayStation 4 except when upgrading the PlayStation 4 version of the game to the PlayStation 5 version. Why? Why will that not carry over? I get that it is it is difficult because I know a lot of devs have had issues. I, I you know, I remember downloading Mortal Kombat 5, getting the uh, PS5 upgrade 
and that not transferring all the all the trophies. Then I did the same thing with Borderlands. It did the same thing. Uh, most of my trophies were left on PS4. So I can get that it's like a little bit tough to kind of program, I bet, or like figure out or uh, auto-pop trophies without triggering the same thing. Like I, I can see how that can be difficult. But other other games have done it successfully. Unlocked all the trophies, no problem. Uh, you know, No Man's Sky, Spider-Man Remastered. There's a couple more. Like there's a bunch of games that have done it. So it's not impossible. So the fact that you guys can't figure it out is crazy. I wonder if it's an Xbox thing now that they're owned by Xbox. But hey, we'll never know. It is what it is. Uh, I'm not trying to paint them as like the worst company ever. It's just I think this this Skyrim edition is a little bit scummy just in the sense that we've gotten it so many times. And what is this going to do much different outside of charging us more money for creator club content that I don't think a lot of people were really harping for? Um, the... And another scummy thing that I'm really not liking about this, and it's probably like my main issue with it, is that they basically go over all this content and all their wording and their choice of of what you're getting with this anniversary edition. They're trying to blend the lines of anniversary edition and next-gen upgrade when they're separate. The next-gen upgrade is coming free for Skyrim special edition owners. So if you own the PS4 version like I do, digital, um, you're getting a free upgrade. I think even physical, you can do it just with an option on there or whatever you are getting a, a free next-gen upgrade. You are getting all the next-gen features, the fast-loading, the better graphics, all this, the PS5 version of Skyrim you're getting via this upgrade, period. That part is free, and that's what most people are going to buy this for. But what they're trying to do in this wording of this is like, oh, yeah, if you get the anniversary edition, all this stuff is going to be on here, and da-da-da-da-da, and you're getting the Creators Club content, but you're also getting the 60 frames, but that's, like, already free, so, like, what are you getting out of the anniversary upgrade for this $20? You're getting a $20 value of creator club content. Um, I just feel like the wording is a little, a little scandalous in terms of what they're trying to like push with this edition. Um, maybe I'm just being a little nitpicky here, but I think that them saying that, uh, is Skyrim getting an next gen upgrade? They don't mention free there. So I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, they do in the description of it, it says, yes, owners of Skyrim special edition or the anniversary edition, they go back to it, and I, I get that they're they're just being clear, uh, clear, but the way they word it is just like, or the anniversary edition. So they're like, all right, if you buy it on PlayStation Five and Series X, uh, you will receive a next gen upgrade for the game, uh, which is fine. Okay, the upgrade will be free and optimize the game. Da 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 da. Faster loading times. Uh, so they're like, yeah, 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 it's free, whatever. And then, but like back back to what I was saying the wording of anniversary edition, you can kind of like, what is the price of the Skyrim anniversary edition and the anniversary upgrade? So this anniversary upgrade is separate from the next gen upgrade. It is not the same thing, but I feel like when you're first looking at this Skyrim edition, you're kind of looking at it like, okay, this anniversary edition is the new thing. I have to get this new thing to get the next gen upgrade when it's not the case. Um, so take this as a PSA, maybe a, a, just like, just a PSA that's like, Hey, if you own Skyrim special edition, you do not need to buy anything to get the PS5 version. It is going to be there day one as a free upgrade. And you're going to be playing the full PS5 version. What the anniversary edition gets you is creation club content. I'm not very familiar with creation club, but I know I'm pretty sure most of that was like, um, user created content or something like that. 
like mod communities were making it and um which that is interesting you know they have like different storylines additional quests additional armor sets there it is a pretty hefty like content pack but let's not forget that skyrim is one of the biggest games ever uh map wise quest wise story wise uh, rpg wise just you know choice driven wise like it's it is one of the bigger ones out there and that's why it's so su- successful um so just try to think a little you know a little bit about what you're actually spending on it because i know a lot of people will see oh i want to play this skyrim anniversary edition but i can't because i don't have anniversary edition i'm not paying 50 dollars for it i'm not paying 20 dollars for it uh there are other ways you can find skyrim and or skyrim uh, special edition you can find that you know on ebay on amazon for cheap and that's technically there you you can probably find it for a good amount and boom you got the you got the ps5 version right there you just got to put in your in your ps5 so uh, a weird nitpicky thing maybe uh, maybe i'm just being a little too harsh on it but i think their overall marketing for that kind of stuff was like uh for this upgrade you need this for this upgrade you need for the they keep saying anniversary upgrade da 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 da, da. And it's like, okay, let's just try to separate it a little bit. This next-gen upgrade is free. And important to stress that it's free because you're kind of getting a lot of people to unnecessarily buy this upgrade when it's like, it's it's just not necessary. Um, and and that, that's that. I, I just really, I don't have anything else to say on that. Uh, also, another weird thing is GTA comes out this week. Isn't that weird? GTA Remastered comes out this week. And I think that... I'm a little excited for it. It's weird that it's the week of and we haven't gotten a lot of like video from it. They did release a updated <laughs> a updated HD version of the meme of the all oh, shit here we go again meme. And if you want to go see it, it is available, I believe on Rockstar's website or their blog and um you know, they had to do that. It was it was bound to happen, but I am uh I'm kind of excited to jump back into GTA. It's kind of it would kind of be in like a nice return to get back into that because I know it's like it's been a while since I played those games. Obviously, they're going to probably feel a little dated. They are updated with better uh, supposedly better gameplay, you know, uh control-wise and all that. Obviously, better graphics. Uh I don't think they updated music. I think most of that should be the same if not maybe missing some, but um yeah, I'm excited. You know, San Andreas is going to be free on Game Pass. So my plan is to play San Andreas first on Game Pass, try it out, just see how, see what it's like, you know, give it a go. And if it's enough of an upgrade, I think I'm going to dive into the full release and just get it. And we'll see how that goes. I might have some impressions on Monday. I will have impressions on Monday because the Elden Ring network test... It's only limited times, uh, literally like, oh, here's two to six and five to nine and just random times for some reason. So uh, when that's not available, I'll, I will be playing, obviously, Forza, Call of Duty, but I will be diving into San Andreas, this HD remaster, whatever the hell it is, on a Game Pass on Xbox Series X and just going to get into it. Let me, you know, get on there. Let me get some impressions. I'll upload it to my mystic.maddox uh, Instagram and uh, yeah you can see some stuff i also have some videos from call of duty and forza horizon 5 so if you're interested in those i have been uploading a bunch of stuff uh another weird feature come on xbox like why can't you have your uh, like your your chat your party chat audio in your recordings it's kind of weird um anyways 
that has been today's episode. I just kind of wanted to rant about Skyrim and talk a little bit about GTA. And that has been Wednesday. Of course, you know, it's middle week. I know it sucks. We're still at work. We still have two more days. But hey, just know that we're one step closer to Elden Ring. We're one step closer to Thanksgiving. We're one step closer to the end of the year. There's a lot of stuff going. And next year is going to be a freaking banger. So I'm glad you guys came to chill with me on this Wednesday. I appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. I appreciate any new listener. My name is Joe. I love games. I've always been into games. And I started this podcast with the hopes to spread love for the games and uh, kind of share my knowledge and kind of gain knowledge through others because I know everybody has their own experiences with games and it's awesome to kind of hear other people's opinions. So that's why I bring a lot of people on and we will be back tomorrow. I'm not sure about what yet we will. You can just check the title and you'll see, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. So I appreciate you guys listening and I hope you have a great Wednesday. Bye.